I'm Katie Daly. Welcome to Bluegrass Stories. One of the most difficult part of being in a band is getting along with other band members on stage and while traveling. Today, Howard Parker talks with two bandmates who play in several bands together and travel many, many miles together to get to gigs. When the music's over, they go home together because Lisa K. Howard Hughes and Wally Hughes are a married couple. How do they balance all the time together with a successful marriage and a musical career? Okay, it's Howard Parker with Bluegrass Stories, and I'm here with uh, Wally Hughes and Lisa K. Howard Hughes, and thanks for sitting down with me, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we so, nodded and realized you couldn't hear that. <laughs> so are, 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 you, are you guys best known as two... Two-fifths of Valerie Smith and Liberty Pike? Probably. That? That's probably what we're best known as. Yeah. Yep. And, and how, did, how did you guys come to meet Valerie and play? It seems odd that Valerie obviously is... Uh, oh. we're, we're in Loudoun County, Virginia right, right. now <laughs> sitting down, and Valerie is a few miles away from here and... That's a good story, actually. Bell Buckle, um, Tennessee. She's in Bellbuckle, Tennessee, yeah. She uh, has a standing gig at Wind Gap Bluegrass Festival every year. And uh, so when she came in 2014 or 2015, and I don't remember exactly which, um, maybe someone else will correct me, but um, she needed a band. And we had been playing with Joe Zahner and Tom Gray and occasionally at various people on different instruments, but in a group called Appalachian Flyer, that just did some pickup gigs in the Maryland area. Plus, Tom played bass with Lisa's band. And Tom band. had played Lisa in my K band. Oh, with the Lisa K band. Yeah, yeah, with the Lisa K band. Yeah, right. Which yep. was still existence at that point. Anyway, so uh, Joe, uh, somehow she asked Joe to get her a band, and that's who he called. So, just randomly, because he called Wally and I and Tom, that was the original Wingap gig band. And then she was like, okay, this is cool. So. There you have it. And and how how many you say 2015 that happened? Yeah, it was either it was it's either been f- 5 or 4 years. I think it's 5. I should check, but <laughs> Well, uh, I think the major premise of this conversation which sort of um, mm-hmm. t- ties in is that um, you guys if if the audience hasn't already guessed with with a similar last name or identical right. last name, you are married and have been married for quite a long time. And and uh, here you are, um, uh, bluegrass professionals, however you define professionalism in bluegrass these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're playing with a known, a known band leader. Right. And and how do you? Well, well, first of all, how, how do you two manage um, your participation with with Valerie and all the other projects that you seem to be involved with at, at the same time? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah, before Lisa and I started playing with her, we were both playing in her band um, and another band called East Monroe, which we had gotten into. And which I is was, which is still an active band. Right. East and I was playing since actually the first gig I had with the Commonwealth Bluegrass Band was the day Lisa and I got married. Another active band. Yes. Right. And uh, it was just somewhat 
interesting because I went to the gig in the noon or 12, and they and so they said, hey, Wally, you got to leave or we got to jam some. I says, no, nah, I got to go home. What you doing? Going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only way, you know, it helps me to remember that. <laughs> that day. That day. <laughs> well, so how do you guys manage that that type of per? Participation. I mean, obviously you have Val, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing is probably your musical priority these days. Yeah. Uh, but you've got so, all yeah. the other side projects. And, and how do you, you, and are you together for all of these projects? Yes. And we're lucky that there hasn't, haven't been any big conflicts yet, but we always been able to work it out. But in a way it's kind of easier because we're, we don't have to go in separate directions. So we're always. We have a. We have a shared mm-hmm. Google calendar. We uh, do. <laughs> and yeah. there are actually entries with different colors for the different bands mm-hmm. we're in and playing in. <laughs> and so as soon as you find out there's a gig, you try to get you get it on the Google calendar. <laughs> and as, we got burned by that one time when something didn't make it on there and we got double booked and that was awful. So we were Yeah, and there was an incident and... with uh, Commonwealth <laughs> and Easton Monroe where the time was wrong on the gig and I literally had to Uber from one gig to the other. Oh and my. luckily they were only five or six miles apart. I left oh without it. I went Virginia. to the gig. <laughs> I said, see ya. She and left I went me to the at gig. the uh, first gig. <laughs> but um, I mean, a lot of ways it's easier because we are in the same car. We can share a room if we're traveling. So True. we get double the money. <laughs> so hey. Yeah, and Lisa's gotten really good about uh, uh, collecting. Collecting oh, points. Oh, yeah. I am all about points now. Points. Went to <laughs> the, I'm sorry, uh, what, what, what kind of points so, uh, are, are we collecting? So, airline and hotel. I so see. She got into this Because we travel so much. The, you can capitalize it? on it. Points guy? The points guy, yeah. The points guy. It's He's a website a guy called the points guy. He tells you how to use your points. <laughs> and so, we get free rooms a lot, and we get free flights a lot. So. And so, it, it's just, it um, escalates, you know what I mean? The more you, of more course. you travel, the more you stay at... This is something every musician should do because you're paying for for travel stuff all the time, and and every time you pay for it, it goes toward. If you've got a loyalty program, you can use. Right. So sometimes yeah. you get free flights to places. Mm-hmm. And, and and you you guys, uh, particularly Valerie, I know n- not only have you been um, active on the domestic music mm-hmm. scene, but also on the European mm-hmm. music scene. Uh, is it right. just the UK or uh, uh, Ireland and the UK? Yeah. And. Yep. Um, and I'll, I'll mention that in, in addition um, to being involved with bluegrass music and uh, what I'll well just call a, a bluegrass couple, is that you also have day jobs. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that, that obviously begs the question. I, I, I don't want to ask you specifically about you know your, your job responsibilities, but how, how do you how do you manage the 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 bluegrass obligations with the day to day obligations. Well, um, we are always busy, <laughs> so our yard needs mowed. <laughs> but um, also, you know, bluegrass gigs are usually on the weekends, so most of the time you can you know work all week and play on the weekends. Except for travel. Except for travel, yeah. But you know, we have vacation time. Well, and, and that that actually comes it into it's stressful sometimes. There are some Friday night gigs that. Because we live close enough to Dulles, you can get a flight. Dulles is only 20 minutes away, mm-hmm. something like that, and jump on a plane. And usually you can, you can take a couple hours off work if you need to and, mm-hmm. and make a Friday night gig, too, if it's, if it's not uh, 
to it's, it's actually easier sometimes to fly there than it is to drive there if it's a long ways. And uh, do you recall perhaps what the, what the furthest distance you've had to travel for just a weekend gig and be back here on on Monday morning? Canada, Western Canada. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we played did a we festival. Did we do a four-day or three-day weekend? It's a three-day weekend, yeah. We did a three-day weekend. Edmonton, Alberta. Edmonton, <laughs> Alberta. It was far, but, you know, it was fun, though. <laughs> it was fun, though? <laughs> well, and then, and then we had a gig in, um, at the California Bluegrass Associations Festival. Oh, is that the Grass Valley? Grass Valley. Yeah, but that was a whole week. And the yeah. nice thing about that, nice in one way, but nice, not nice in another, is I had to use a week's vacation because we taught before the festival. So we had, it was a week in California. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But I had to use vacation time to do that. So are, are you, both of you, are you committed to uh, playing every gig with every band as long as the date is, is available? Is, yeah, is, yeah. Really? Actually, we're taking um, another band to Ireland in October called Level Best. They were at Joe Val, that band. Um, but, uh, yeah, so as long as nobody minds us playing with other bands, then we'll keep doing that. I think in this music, you have to, if you're in just in one, it's not, there's not enough gigs. <laughs> That's what I've found. Any, any idea how many gigs, uh, let's say 2018, did you sit uh, down and do it? Yeah, count? I just did my taxes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, um, 70. Yeah, and probably. I had more because. He had more than I did. There were some months that. You know, mm. that like Commonwealth, they're booked a lot in June. And Lisa, you are not in Commonwealth. I'm not in Commonwealth, no. Okay. But I'm finally, um, finally getting to the point where people call me um, and they realize I'm my own entity, which <laughs> it's, it's sometimes people think, oh, they come as a, a duo, but, um, and that's fine. But um, a lot of times uh, they've just started recently calling me separately. So, Sometimes I have gigs. So is 70 gigs a good number, or or um, would you rather make more and gig less? Or um, That's actually pretty good, because uh, they're all, they've all been good. Because we were telling someone the other day, because we have day jobs, we have the, um, we have the power to, to only play gigs that are, are um, satisfying and um, worth it monetarily. So, so we, uh, I think we don't, you know, take, we don't play gigs that we don't like to play. That's what I'm trying to say. So, so I think that's a good amount. I would play more, actually. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Really, more than seventy? Mm-hmm. A, a oh yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I there's mind. probably another twenty. Yeah, we could squeeze I, in. I do. <laughs> oh yeah, you probably you do. Yes, more. Than but yeah. I mean, you know, fifty-two weeks in a year, it, twice a week, and a hundred hundred gigs a year is is a busy time, and sometimes it's more. Some weekends we we have more than, you know, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, either with the same group or different groups, you know. But, um, I mean, there's a weekend coming up where we have a weekend like that. She's mm-hmm. she's actually emceeing Gettysburg, and we have two other gigs together, I think. Yeah, with Valerie and also with somebody else i forget Church. we don't know what's going anyway. on unless we look at our calendar is that the the, the same weekend as uh, as gettysburg yeah. uh, mm-hmm. oh really okay so you won't be emceeing gettysburg no i, uh, I am I'll, I'll for be, uh thursday oh. and friday okay and saturday night and then oh that's what it is we have a valerie gig on saturday and then we have a um, lisa k band gig which is kind of unusual on sunday. on sunday so we have a lot of things that weekend <laughs> it's a lot of running that weekend yeah. 
as a as a couple, is it? Um, do you think it's desirable to sort of put the music aside for a while and just abandon it for a while as a sort of a a palate cleanser? Or that has that ever crossed your mind? I mean, for a weekend maybe, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What well, we, I, I don't know it what we would talk about. Priorities are. I mean, when I took children from my first mm-hmm. wife, and and at some point, I didn't play very much at all, mm-hmm. but except around the house, I had a local band that I played. We played gigs, you know, a couple times a month, and we practiced every week. So that's the other thing is if you can find some local, uh, if your band is local enough that you could just get to practice a week, once a week. Then that maintains your desire and your chops and your your want desire to play. Um, it seems like we're always gigging and not really getting together with and doing rehearsals as much. As, I would say unless we go in to do an album or something like that. If anything was going to give, it would be our day jobs, <laughs> not the music part of it. Yeah, not, at this agree, point, Wally? Yeah, at this point in our lives, I mean, because. You know, are you saying that emotionally, or have you sat down and actually done the we numbers? We talked about it. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, at some point, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. We we don't need specifics, uh-huh. but but if 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 there's a, a a couple out there in in a similar situation, what what would you sort of tell them to what what would the pitfalls be i mean instead of just <laughs> well, leaping into it and saying, uh, the best right. scenario the, the best scenario would be if you have a duo that's true yeah a solo or duo gig and if you were trying to make a living if you're trying to make a living at because then the traveling is much easier and you don't have to pay the rest of the band you don't obviously get paid as much as a whole band would get paid sure but individually you usually make more so and we might do, do that at some venues. point if we yeah. wanted to go full time. We have done some yeah. solo projects together, yeah. solo gigs. Have you recorded solo projects? Or yeah, just, we have, yeah, just we have an EP. An EP yeah. Yeah. It's just the two of us. So basically, you never put the music aside. No. I mean, it basically, mm-hmm. it's so ingrained. It is what you do, and yeah. and and it, 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 it takes, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it would... Um, Perhaps take precedent over a day job. Yeah, and I've I told <laughs> this is a Valerie came to me one time and she was like, "There's a possibility we could have like a six week gig in such and such a place, and would you be able to do that?" And I was like, "I quit quit my job for that." <laughs> I don't know if Wally would, but I you count count me in. <laughs> so, oh, we know of another GoPro player. Hold on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, it is an interesting thing is that the careers we're in. There's a high demand for people, especially yeah, especially in this Wally's. Area. He's an IT guy, so if and he had to so quit a job to do a I've month, jobs two month gig, he could fairly do it. often and generally, it's it's a positive thing when I do. <laughs> Have you come across other couples in similar circumstances in your travels? Um, not very often. Usually, they're trying to do music full time. Um, they also don't live in Northern Virginia, which is very expensive. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anyone we've run across who's doing it like we're doing it? I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything that you can think mm-hmm. of that uh, a couple in a similar circumstance should just avoid? I think it might be difficult if our day jobs were together. I don't. That would be a lot of time together. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, in doing this mostly full-time, how many cars have you destroyed? Oh, boy. We just destroyed two, three in the last three months. Which is to say destroyed by age. <laughs> yes, yeah. The uh, yeah, transmission a, went out of mine. Transmission went out of his truck, and, and his and car died. Oh three diesel Jetta's wagon that has 330,000 miles on it. And I finally decided that the maintenance that was needed was beyond its worth. And so I updated it to a 2015 Jetta Sport Wagon diesel. Excellent choice. Right? Yes. And then as soon as he did that, my transmission went out at 195,000 miles. Yeah. And then his transmission on his truck went out. So I got a new car, and he got his fixed. But, yeah, a lot of cars, a lot of miles. They don't believe you at the dealership when you say how many you're going to put on it. Oh, really? (laughs) But that's another one, too. A lot of the gigs, a lot of the traveling we do, we're in one vehicle. So we tend to put the miles on one vehicle rather than multiple people driving in a band separately. Well, that that brings up a, a a point. I think. I mean, what kind? Of, uh, again, this imaginary other couple that we don't <laughs> quite know yet that thinks that they want to mm-hmm. become stars in bluegrass right. no, music. I, or, I highly recommend it. Or, <laughs> <laughs> well, what what financial considerations should should they have? Uh, you ask, you're asking good questions. Um, be, well, be, only because you two just make it seem too easy. So. <laughs> Sometimes. Sure, we're just going to go travel around the world playing bluegrass music. I mean, just like if you weren't a couple, you got to keep really good track of your records because uh, it's hard to... uh, Taxes are a pain, especially nowadays. And what about set aside for things like... um, ve- vehicle maintenance, which is sort of critical, I think, in mm-hmm. a lot of bluegrass situations because oh, yeah. you're driving um, uh, more than flying, yeah. I would guess. And in 2012, um, when I, mean, you know, I bought a new car for the first time in my life, and usually I never would have recommended that, but I had no car repairs for five years. And that was fantastic. <laughs> and how many and how many miles did you put on that car? Five, That's the one that um, 195,000 miles, yeah. and then it died. Yeah. Which it kind of died early, but that's okay. <laughs> and 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 you have a a primary gig car, right? Yeah, gig actually. Right now. Um, now that we've got the new ones, we've been using the Subaru Outback. It's quite nice <laughs> for traveling. It goes anywhere. <laughs> it has a hitch and a roof rack. <laughs> and and I I would assume that uh, of course the, those types of financial responsibilities like vehicle maintenance. I mean, that is on you. That's not on. Oh yeah. That's not right. on. On a band yeah, or um, anything like right. that. Tom has a uh, He's got that Toyota van. Sienna yeah. van. Tom Gray, we're talking about. And there have been times mm-hmm. when we've all piled into his minivan. And, yeah, we've and it, that's a great vehicle. I almost bought a mm-hmm. minivan. I almost, almost thought about it, but it's a great band vehicle. You can get everything in there. You can get an upright bass in there. And mm-hmm. But we, we tried, when we got the Outback um, last month, we put everything into it for a gig, and it worked pretty good, so... It's ready to go. Everything in it for for you two guys. Yeah, for us, too, which is a lot because he brings a guitar, a fiddle, and a dobro, and I bring the mandolin that he's got. He's got a rack that all his instruments go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 That's with regards to, to mm-hmm. Valerie's band, um, mm-hmm. uh, three of you are sort of in in within a fairly tight geography. Do you mm-hmm. do you travel oh, together? Four of us actually. Um, Tom, Tom and Joe are Joe's closer together. Close too, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we do frequently travel together. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, so the bottom line is if, if you're a couple and want to be doing this, 
Quit your day jobs. Yeah, that's what I suggest. <laughs> <laughs> quit, yeah, quit. Maybe you could take turns well, quitting your day jobs. Well, first thing you want to do is buy a really nice new car. Right. <laughs> buy a new car. Right. Quit your day Save jobs. Your money. It'd be a lot buy easier a if you didn't own a house, too. That's true. Yeah. In Loudoun County. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh, also find a re- find re- a really good cat sitter because I don't I don't know what I would do without <laughs> don't my own cat. A cat. <laughs> that was the other thing, you know. I wouldn't be able to go. Don't either. own horses, you know. <laughs> no, the day job takes care of all the things that the music Doesn't, won't take care of, right. like a home and and horses and cats. And yeah. and, and what about things like uh, again on the financial side of being a a couple and and gigging um, seventy gigs gigs a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you recommend using a tax professional, or are you just guy? You guys do I it do, on your I own. I recommend it, but I do it on my own with a, um, <laughs> the H and R Block online function, and it seems to work pretty well. I haven't been audited yet. <laughs> but uh, oh, I thought of something that's good advice for like being a couple and playing bluegrass, and um, which doesn't happen to us very often. But um, when you're on stage together, if you get annoyed with each other. You have to wait until after the show <laughs> to address it. Well, that pretty much applies to anyone in the band. I, know, I mean, that is that true. is actually one well, of those yeah, like things. Well, yeah, bands that, are kind of like a marriage anyway. So if you, no, it's but, like no, five but when you're on stage, mm-hmm. you see, you look out on stage and you see a band, and somebody is scowling at someone else in the band. Nobody wants to see that. No one wants to, <laughs> wants to see that. And it doesn't really matter if somebody hit a wrong chord, right. did a kickoff wrong, whatever. Most of the time, the audience doesn't really see that. They can't. They can't tell. Yeah. I mean, you and I probably. Yeah, but 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 it, sh- it shouldn't be about, about last night's Brussels sprouts. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. or, no. It should at least be something musical. Leave, you're leave that stuff about. at home. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't think that's been a problem, but yeah, that's definitely good advice. <laughs> wow. Any other advice? <laughs> I can't think. Of, I'm trying to think of downfalls. Can you think of any like things that? Would be a do you think that do you think you guys are unusual in in this respect? I mean, it's yeah, probably. Uh, no, we're uh, yeah, we're lucky, is what it is. Well, run, having a band, being in a band, is a difficult thing anyway. Personality conflicts, uh, musical differences, that type of thing. You know, it's it's, it's generally hard. But it's better for us because we know someone's always got our back, so we don't have to worry so much about drama or. Getting into work. yeah, you try to support all your band members, but yeah. especially if your your yeah. spouse is in the band, yeah. try to support each other. Yep. In in the band and outside the band as well. Well, let's say changing directions just uh, slightly. Um, you guys just played Merle Fest, I think, for the first time. Yeah. With with Valerie, mm-hmm. an eye opening experience. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. And and, and I've been there many times, but I never played. And and, and what did you come away thinking about? About Merlefest. Um, it's a great festival. I mean, there's just a huge audience there. And with regards to bluegrass or other... Do we you... were um, one of the bluegrassier bands there. It's not a bluegrass festival. Correct. Um, but, um, but you know, they liked it. It was funny. Their response in the audience we had was huge. And we were on one of the side stages. And people just kept rolling in. There were hundreds of people out there. And um, well, and, But they have featured... I mean, they, they can... They did have... They had the Gibson Brothers. Yes. Um, Dell, is that the, the Mockingbird think, Band or the uh, Gibson yeah, Brothers they had, Bluegrass Band? Yeah, the, the, it was the country, country version. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, well, so, yeah. So, um, uh, they had Dell. On the main stage, uh, mm-hmm. Junior Sisk... Oh yeah, Junior Sisk was on the uh, main his stage. His band played... So a couple of Bluegrass bands. And it was a new version of his band with... Mm-hmm. 
Heather another Berry. power yeah. couple. Oh, yeah, Heather Berry and Tony Mabe. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, excellent. The grass power and, couple. And uh, banjo <laughs> and guitar on that they were playing, and she was singing with Junior. Yeah, they did great. It sounded great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long-term they're going to be doing that, but uh, anyway, that's, they're a nice oh, couple. but what I was going to say was... Um, when uh, when Wally kicked into Sally Gooden in the middle of our set, we do a medley and it mm. kicks into Sally Gooden. Man, audience, they love that. It was like that was their favorite thing. <laughs> so I felt like they liked bluegrass, but there wasn't that much there for them to listen to. What, what do you think it's going to be like in five to ten years? Because I know you guys are going to be continuing to play music for all that time, but do you think it'll be uh, mostly bluegrass or do you think you'll be touching other, other genres like, as well? I like lots of music, so... Um, you see a trend you'd like to jump on? As I don't know. It's, it's constantly, we're learning uh, how, because the music is changing. And not not necessarily the music that's changing. It's the marketing and the audience is the changing. Audience oh, yeah. is changing. The way it's you have sold. younger audiences. <clears throat> the switch from CD sales and album sales to online sales and music finding all these different avenues to to be heard through you know television and movies and everything so um and it's a learning curve and it's a learning curve trying to put our album on cd baby it was hard <laughs> yeah and that's another that's another example that's there are people out there that you can pay to do all that mm -hmm. stuff but if you learn how to do it yourself you can save a lot of money and it's a it's a do you think your focus will continue to be on live performance, or or do you yes. think it'll be recorded? No, I think live. Yeah, I'm not. A, I mean, I'm, yeah, we I'm a, we we just love playing in front of people. Yeah, we love playing music and I'm an on okay stage. studio musician, but I'd rather play live. And and in bluegrass or what I what I sort of called near near grass, mm -hmm. you think you you don't see yourself wandering much further afield from that, do you? No, I don't know, though. Wally got a sarongi. He's learning how to play Nepali traditional music. <laughs> I, I admit, I do not know what that is. I will show it to I'll you show before you, later. you leave. Okay. Yeah. It's right over there. Yeah. So he's outstretching out. And, we, you know, we've been to the U.K. a couple of times. They like a, a more folky sound over there, which I kind of like, too. So I wouldn't mind. Well, it's, it's interesting. Opportunities. People, mm -hmm. you know, like we went to Nepal for a mm -hmm. week. And we, we brought, I brought my fiddle, and Lisa brought her mandolin. Yeah. Well, that's right. You went and, with uh, Tara Lindholm. And yeah. Mm -hmm. with Tara, and, and we got to play music with, uh, with Tara and with some traditional Nepali musicians. Um, we played a couple of songs in front of some young monks, about 100 young monks who had never heard I don't know if they've heard bluegrass music before, but we sang I'll Fly highly, Away. Highly unlikely, highly I would unlikely, think. Yeah. <laughs> we sang I'll Fly Away in front of them, and then we played a Nepali we learned, uh, we learned folk song. We learned one of their song. tunes, and we played it. And they it, sang and they that sang to us while we played That's the instruments, cool. so that I thought it was really cool. But <laughs> it's like those kind of experiences of traveling all over and... That's and what we want to do. That's just yeah. exciting and yeah. fun, and, and you, it's, it's, it's a way to get travel around the world, for one thing, but... You know, I, I just have this suspicion that people will listen to this and say, uh, please, before you end the interview, ask Wally and Lisa who their employers are so that we can submit our job applications. Hey, actually, we're hiring. You can contact me. We're always hiring. <laughs> Where I work. Yeah, how, do, how does one do that? I yeah. get a referral. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's 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 sometimes a struggle. Well, it's, it's interesting but, though, but that is yeah, another example. That though. part of it. There are certain careers mm -hmm. that you can do either part time or full time that 
are always in demand. IT professionals are, are there's always a demand just about anywhere you go. And for, I can work from home. So I took my computers. laptop to Nepal. I, I did some work while we were there. Not my laptop, but I did it from my smartphone. Mm. You know, and uh, other folks would say, no, mm. why, why bother to do that? Why, why not just get a really low-level job that you can just leave right away and just... Well, and that is definitely something we're considering. <laughs> or I'm considering. <laughs> well, I'm not that far away from retirement. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Long as you know, a few I more mean, years. that's my goal is at some point is, is uh, be able to retire and then play more music. Right. Well, it is one of the few musical genres where you can become proficient in in whatever instrument you're playing or you're or singing and within a reasonable amount of time be exposed to some of your heroes that you that you mm-hmm. uh, have learned from either uh, from albums CDs or the radio or whatever and Play gigs with them, or play the same venue where they're playing as well, and meet get to meet them. And right. so, find another form of music where then you can just jam with those people, or or other other people in a parking lot somewhere, and just everybody knows the same songs, and just it's it's an amazing genre of music to be able to do all that. I think I don't know. And if you're thinking about doing it, and you're a couple, and you think are thinking about it, um, and you start playing gigs together you'll find out really quickly if you can get along well enough because <laughs> it's a lot of time together you might find that you don't enjoy spending that much time together <laughs> in that regard. we're lucky that bands hired us that as two people instead of yeah that was a i mean the same we met east of monroe in a similar way we were um at about the same time too we were um at a jam at um pam mcclid's house in fredericksburg and there was a bunch of people there we didn't know. And she had invited us to this Christmas jam. And you know how if you're a picker and you see some people at a jam and you're like, you don't know them, you're like, hmm, I wonder if I should get my instrument out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these people are like. And they were looking at us the same way. So there was like this pause where we were like, uh. And it turned out to be Easton Monroe. And uh, four, of, four of them, I think. Right. And so they were kind of like about to break up because they didn't have a band. And, um, and so that was a, just a fate thing that... They needed both of us. And that's another thing that, you know, as a duo, you know, um, Lisa sings lead. Right, we can bring I sing a lot lead. to the table. I sing tenor, I sing baritone. Yeah. She sings tenor and high baritone. And he plays so all the instruments. So we can pretty much walk up to any third singer and sing harmony to them. Or one of us could sing lead and that other person can sing a harmony part, but Pretty much, we're a, we're a harmony duo mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. down to that aspect, and the fact that she plays mandolin, I can play guitar, or dobro, or fiddle. Right. So um, we're like a built-in backup band, which is very right. handy. Sideman syndrome. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time, guys. Um, thank well, you, Howard, thank and you say howdy, hi to uh, Katie and Akira for us. We'll uh, right. Good luck we'll with definitely this, uh, do that. Good luck with show. your endeavor. You've been listening to Lisa K. Howard Hughes and her bandmate and husband Wally Hughes with Howard Parker about balancing home life and life on the road as bandmates. Thanks for listening to Bluegrass Stories.